Hello and welcome to the Compassionate Leadership Interview. I'm Chris Whitehead and my guest today is Laurie Cotton, Director and Owner of Race Cotton Architects at Laurie Cotton. Laurie, welcome. Uh, Laurie, before I think of you as an architect, I always think of you as a member of the Out of the Blue, the uh, Oxford a cappella group that participated <laughs> in Britain's Got Talent in 2011. Do you get tired of people mentioning that? Well, yeah, it was. I guess it was. It was quite quite a long time ago now, but it, it's amazing how it still comes up. It was a really uh, yeah, amazing part of my sort of university career, really. As um, just to put it in context, it was uh, um, yeah, and, and just a university singing group that I used to be part of, and it's definitely my other passion is uh, music and singing. So it's uh, yeah, it was it was an it was an amazing experience to be on the show, but um, but really it was just formed part of what was um an amazing few years with the group singing all around the world and doing the Edinburgh Festival and things like that. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it does come up still occasionally, which is quite funny and. Recently, I did a, uh, a sort of uh, charity um, event called the Crip Factor in Leeds, which was a, um, it's kind of like a different people from the construction industry around Europe all basically come together and do a sort of X Factor show for the night. And uh, I did that, I got persuaded to do that last year. Um, and um, I did a Phil Collins song and it turns out I actually sing quite a lot like Phil Collins. So I've got half of Leeds still calling me Phil now. So <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get my own name back for quite some time. But yeah, similar sort of feeling really of that one. But um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell me tell me about your organisation and your role there. Uh, so we are, um, it's a, a family um, family firm, an architect's um, firm. So there's um, about 20 of us, which is about middle-ish size for, for an architecture firm. So uh, we're based in Sheffield. Yeah, I'm kind of, I've, um, my role there is one of the directors, there's three, three of us there, myself, Pauline and Davis Beddings, who are um, um, all kind of all started together in the, in this new role sort of in the last couple of years. But so yeah, my role there really is I'm still very much involved with a lot of the projects. And I think because I'm quite early on in my career, that's something I'm quite keen to, to stay involved with and, and really kind of still, uh, still um uh, learning my trade as it is really sort of really kind of building buildings but um but alongside that it's really taking the time to run the practice um with the other directors and to sort of i guess it is creating environments um and really sort of trying to get the best out of out of everyone everyone we work with and I kind of that's how i kind of like to see my role really is is someone who can is really just seeing and finding the best in all of our all the guys that are in the office and um and pulling everyone together and trying to be a bit of a bit of a center point for all that so that's that's the aim anyway so I'm, uh, <laughs> that's, that's something i'm certainly working to but um but yeah I, I i do really enjoy it it's um it's a fantastic practice to to be to be involved with and to, and to lead really yeah tell me about the journey you took to your current role uh so i've been now in in this role for well just over a year sort of as, as a director of, of the practice but um as I said, really, sort of early on, it, um, I've, this practice has been sort of part of my life for a very long time. So, and I've, I've really grown up with it, obviously, with my dad sort of founding the practice over 25 years ago. But so I always had this feeling of wanting to be wanting to um, to follow in a similar path um, and do architecture. But um, but I did want to sort of follow my own course a little bit. So I've, I've worked in London for a number of years. I'm having having qualified um down south as well so um so I've worked down there for a while and then took a moment to come back um, um and got an opportunity to come back to Sheffield and work with the family firm uh which was a really important step really and and what I realized was that um I just wanted that moment to work with my dad that was really important and have that opportunity and that moment 
to work together because I felt like there's only a small amount of time that you could have done that in. And just Your dad's retired. Now. He's he's just retired. Well, he's you know he's he's he he's on his way to retirement. He's still he's still working a bit, but he's he's taken a step back. So we're still we're still working together, which is lovely. But you did feel like there was only a, there was a certain amount of time that you could yeah. do that, and it was such a precious thing to to be able to have as part of a relationship. You know, obviously we've had a very strong relationship. The two of us kind of um, there's only there's just the two of us in our household, um, and so we've all, always had a very very strong relationship. But to work. Together was like a different part of that relationship that we'd never really had, and and maybe we were both a bit scared of that we didn't want to jeopardize any uh, our, the relationship that we had by working together. But I'm so glad we've done it, and when we are doing it, it's 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 really really important. I think it's something I'll look back on and think I'm just really glad we did that. So you you were living life with your dad, but he was. Re- probably really sussing you out as to whether you were fit to be the next no maybe maybe i i think i think he's always i think he's always thought i'd be all right (laughs) at it but definitely i think it must be a very nerve-wracking thing handing over that mantle but yeah and i think i imagine it was very difficult to let go um and uh, you know when it's been your 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 baby for so many years to kind of hand it over must be very very difficult but hopefully he feels like he's left it in some capable hands Whilst it might be commonplace in the tech business for uh, company directors to be in the 20s or 30s, 31's very young for a director in an architectural practice, isn't it? Uh, How does that play with your staff? Yeah, it's been been very good, really. I think... uh, I uh, I've been with the practice um, about five five years, four or five years now. I think maybe it's maybe it's four years. Four years now. and um and I, I sort of had had a time working there with with um with the old management team and particularly my dad who was um who um was the uh, well the, the founder of the company and is has, was ran the company for over 25 years and he uh and really working with with him but i think taking over it's been a it's um from from his mantle so to speak has been it's been really good i think it's been all of the everyone has been so supportive and we've got a great team um, and a fantastic um, team of sort of other directors that I work with, and yeah, it seems seems very, it seems to have, have gone very well. I think uh, I think it's um, we're starting to feel like we're we're settled now, which is really nice, really nice. Um, and um, yeah, everyone's been very um, very positive. So with the change so far, and it's been very good. And what do you consider your greatest work-related achievement to date? I think there's a cu- a couple really. Where, Recently, we've just finished a new school in Sheffield. I think a lot of the work that we do in the practice um, is all over the country, but to to get to do a project in our own city has been has been fantastic. Um, it's it's an amazing amazing school. So it's a brand new school for about fourteen hundred pupils, right in the city centre. Well, about a stone's throw from the city centre, um, up in Woodside, kind of Pie Bank, just behind Callum Island, and it's uh, it's an amazing project. We we've restored a Grade Two listed. Victorian building which was um, pretty much derelict and we brought that back to life and at the same time across the other side of the road we've built a brand new state-of-the-art school and uh, and it's just been a, a quite a quite a sort of an iconic <laughs> iconic sort of piece um, for us as a practice and it's been a really important one and we've really it's it has been a huge team effort both from the practice to to, to pull it together but also just made me realise sort of such an enormous team that pulled that together as a as a as a as a build and design and a- everyone involved. It's such an enormous achievement, and uh, I'm enormously proud of it. Yeah, and I guess um the second the second one on a much much smaller scale, but something I found yeah really probably a highlight for me currently in my career was we we recently, as I said, when we 
when we had this sort of change of management within the practice, we also moved office at the same time. And um, myself and um, a small team of us, including sort of our, our interiors lead, we um, we worked very hard to um, to really analyse how we work and to create this new space for ourselves. And um, always a bit of a poison chalice, I feel, sort of an architect designing their own office. But it it, it was an amazing experience, um, and um, and um, and it's it's worked very well. So we. we we took a lot of time to really think about how how we work um, together and what kind of spaces we need to work, and uh, also just listening to everybody and what what they what they wanted from a workplace and what was important to them, and uh, really pulling that together. But what what I found, even, even kind of uh, additionally, sort of really really um fantastic was um how um people really took ownership of that space so we we finished the fit out which was fantastic we had it had new breakfast bars and nice places to work and booths and meeting rooms and it had everything you'd want an office to be but it, it kind of didn't have that soul to it and um which we wanted to leave until we moved in so once we moved in we thought well where what graphics we're going to put up on the wall what do we want to get up where we want? and really we just we wanted everyone to feel like it was it was theirs it hadn't just been designed by someone and that's where you sit and that's your desk it really was um it really was something that everyone had really created together and and in doing that sort of you know even the last we had a sort of, a bit of an opening party and you know the day before so painting some of the walls and getting the pictures up and and doing all that as a as a as a group was was fantastic and it really came together and i and funnily we we were i was talking to one of our one of our um, architects and so sort of saying you know what's what's been one of the highlights for you and he said well, you know painting that wall has been a real highlight for me which seems mad but it, it was that idea that um that it it's theirs it's everyone's you know it's not just someone's idea and they've done it and i and I, that was a big reminder for me in kind of the work we do actually that it's not any one single person's project it's kind of everyone's project and that's something that we've taken forward really and how we design our stuff we want everyone to feel that that belonging of each project so each project feels like it belongs to everyone in the office and they've got a part to play and that really was just a microcosm of that really how how um how everyone just wanted it it felt like their home and their project yeah it was re- it was really really and really good and a definite a definite um definite kind of achievement really and just to do that but I don't know how much I played in it but <laughs> it feels like a fantastic achievement to have done together so who's who's the person that or the experience which has uh, inspired you most um I think it would have to be my dad really it's um I, I kind of um dad started up the practice about 25 years ago now and it's always been a big part of my life seeing the practice sort of um, develop and whilst I've since I've been very young and uh, and really to the way that my dad has, has run that business has been very inspiring it's something I always kind of always keep bearing in mind when I'm doing my role now of how how he how he um how he how he's done it and and kept everything going with with well bringing up a, a child at the same time as lots of people do and it, I just it's um yeah I've, I've learned a lot from him and I still take a lot from it it's um yeah, it was been very inspiring. Very inspiring. How would how would you describe your take on leadership? So I think what's come out of um, I guess working with um, um, with my dad is that I, I was kind of, it's always really been a family. It's been a family um, business and a family a family um, kind of place, and it really has been my family um, as a, as a company. It's kind of been as much of my life, and I, I guess really I I see um, my take on leadership really as a bit of um, 
a bit like working with a family you've got to create a place of belonging and a, and create a place that everyone is really looking out for each other and that that's really important to me and I, I kind of grew up in a, a family of strong sort of well strong father figures and, and patriarchs but also matriarchs with a um, my grandmother who's really held a whole family together and has been an absolutely incredible and is still an incredible force and I think really just I've uh, just taken that really has been an, an amazing um amazing inspiration again that um you know that really the way in which um I've seen sort of people lead lead families is very similar to how we, how we I want to lead an organization mm. and sort of create a place of create a place that people feel they have a place they're belonging um, a place of belonging and and also um and just a place where everyone's looking out for each other I think that's really important and that's something I'm constantly wanting to wanting to sort of to make better and create and it's I think that's really important so is that role of um being the glue as you described your grandmother (laughs) holding the thing together for people is that is that how you see at least in part your role at race cotton yeah definitely I think um I uh I yeah I really I and that's sort of well, I'd, I'd like to think of myself as being like that. Yeah, someone who's who's really hold, holds everything together. But and also, I think again, it's it's getting the be- the best out of everyone. And to use a completely different analogy, but but something I, I found quite interesting back on a musical front. Uh, I had a, a friend who kind of always said that he wasn't a very good musical director, but he works with a guy who can just say exactly the right thing to make that musician or that player just play that much better, and he just knows what to say or what to do. And it's a real skill, and and that's something that um I'd. I uh, I really uh, try try to or would I would love to to be able to do is is that um that ability just to be able to to say the right thing do the right thing just to kind of make things make things uh make things that that bit better and keep everyone yeah together everyone happy and together yeah do you want to say a bit more about initiatives that you've taken to make the workplace more convivial yeah definitely I think um one of the one of the really highlights of last year and really uh, highlights um probably highlights of 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 my career so far really has been uh, this year when we um we decided for the first time we were going to uh we were going to cook a uh, christmas dinner for everybody uh, me and me and my dad it was sort of my dad had this great idea that we had this we have this in our new practice we have this kitchen and he was going to make the most of it and so um between us we put pulled together yeah christmas dinner for 20 and it was absolutely amazing it, it really really was um Again, coming back to that sense of family, it was the idea of sort of everyone coming together and sitting down and having sort of a proper kind of Christmas dinner. Um, so we, uh, so yeah, Dad and I did a lot of a lot of prep, sort of getting everyone, getting it all sort of organised and sort of menus and that sort of thing. And then we sent everybody out at, uh, at sort of at lunchtime um, as the kind of normal office, you know, as it as it looked at the normal office. And what we decided was we really wanted to everyone to feel a change because it, it seems a bit of a shame just to turn around from your desk and just eat dinner didn't seem quite right so we said right everyone you know off to the pub you know we'll give us an hour and in that hour myself and and a few people who stayed behind to help we sort of transformed the office into this this dining room this kind of christmas wonderland that we wanted so we got, I saw we got the yeah it was absolutely amazing we got a roaring fire going on a big led screen <laughs> with sort of a with a cardboard uh, mantelpiece and we had a a big table out in the middle with tablecloths and laid the table for everyone and and sort of really nice lighting and we had the tree up and Bing Crosby playing and by the time everyone came back the whole place had just been transformed and it was it was just a, an amazing moment really because it, it really did feel like 
you know, always have this idea of, you know, it's it's important for it to feel like a family. And I like this. I love this idea of sort of the um, the business being like a big family and everyone feeling a part of something quite special. And that moment really just it just it just crystallized that really everyone, you know, everyone was saying, oh, God, it's just like Christmas dinner. You know, everyone's, you know, such a great example really, of servant leadership. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we were all there serving everyone. And, and we just we just absolutely loved it. Um, and everyone had such a good time. We we thought we'd be, you know, we'd be out in in an hour, really. And um, not in an hour, in a couple of hours. And we'd be sort of, you know, in a bar in town, I think. But, you know, we, no one left. We'd, we'd set up a cocktail bar in the kitchen, which um, one of um, <coughs> one of our guys I brought in his cocktail stuff and we made a big sign for it. His his, his name's uh, Nick Stables, so we made lots of Stables puns for our for our um, for our uh, Christmas themed bar. But um, yeah, and it ju- it just went really well. We were there till the early hours of the morning, having a fantastic time, <laughs> and no one to leave. And it's still something everyone talks about as being one of the one of the best things we did, really. So, but it it yeah, it is that point of just everyone coming together as a family and and um, everyone feeling everyone feeling part of this this thing that isn't just work it's something more and um yeah it's something i i love doing and i think what i realize is both me and my dad are very similar we just love feeding people <laughs> we're big feeders <laughs> and it was such an enjoyable moment just to be able to actually cook for everyone it's something you don't get the opportunity to do a lot sort of in in your in your professional time really something i do a lot in my personal time but not in professional so it was yeah very very special and something i think we'd like to do whether we do it every year i don't know whether but um but we we definitely i think we're still we're already talking about next year and who's going to cook what so oh it definitely sounds like a christmas tradition i don't don't think you're going to avoid that no 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 no. (laughs) 30 years What does your self-care regime look like it sounds like you have a pretty busy time (laughs) yes well um it's uh I, I guess i guess um important to start that it's it's not always that brilliant and i think it's on a, on a lot of things you read and and listen to you know all of these super super leaders or or kind of um people in in um in in leadership roles who kind of have this ability to sort of you know saying that they get up at 5 a.m and do kind of yoga before they before they start their day and they're on a surfboard on a surfboard <laughs> yeah or yeah so it's um and so it's certainly not it's not it's not that zen but but i do i do try and i think one thing that i find really really helpful is sort of before the week begins really on a, on a, at the end of a weekend just really kind of planning out what's ahead and i think that's really important and and um and seeing making sure i've got a balance of things because i think that's really important so seeing that i've got um you know exercise in there and and time for your friends and and time for the important things you need to do at work but keeping that balance has been really important and i think planning that out on a at the beginning of a week i find really helpful so that's always kind of the start of my week really is just that real kind of that program for the week as you like that I find really really helpful and it just just keeps everything in perspective really as well sort of making sure I've got a balance of everything and although um I could, could certainly couldn't say that I'm perfect at sort of at that at the kind of my self-care regime what you do realize is the importance of it actually you know when you when you do when you when you when you are in a in a good in a good stride that how how much do how, how what a difference it makes sort of being on top of your kind of your your kind of both physical and mental health is a, is a massive part of just yeah sort of your your daily routine really I guess yeah. so yeah it's something I really so if you were to cast uh, your mind forward sort of thirty years and, and look back on your career what are the achievements that you would have liked to have uh, clocked up what would you like people to say about you I'd like to just really kind of people to to remember a kind of 
in my in my time kind of in work really as um someone who really brought brought the best out of people and and really saw the best in people i think that's really important that's something that my dad's always done um and something that i've really kind of taken kind of really want to take on board really and have taken on board so i'd really like i like that and then and i think as an achievement i just love to see our practice grow and develop together and and go from strength to strength but also you know we've got a lot of young guys in the practice and um just to to see them grow and grow their careers in the company is, is something i'm really looking forward to um so what's the book pod, pod, podcast or video that you might recommend to aspiring leaders uh i think one that i uh, read kind of early on when i when i sort of um well i was recommended by a by a friend really but something that um when I was starting out in this kind of new role within the company is um, The Chimp Paradox, which I know is a very popular book and lots of people have read, but I found it really, um, really helpful in just really understanding your own psychology a bit better. And in in terms that was easy to understand and, you know, it just put things into a nice way of saying it. And, and I think being able to, to um, see your own reactions to things was really important and, and put things, put things into a, into a place so you could really, I could you could really keep yeah sort of make keep track of it really and also also seeing it in other people you know if, if people react a certain way it's not there's more behind it you know and it's it just helps you keep things in perspective and keep everyone um yeah and sort of yeah keep on track really and I've, I've just found that really helpful and it it helps me motivate myself as well knowing if you know you've got this chimp in and who doesn't want to do something you know that actually it's 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 quite a normal <laughs> kind of instinct and um so yeah i really i really i yeah, i really i took a lot from that book actually well thank you for coming in today uh, <laughs> no, thank you. it really has been a great pleasure uh, interviewing you and uh, i feel that race cotton associates are in safe hands for the next 30 years oh brilliant thank you <laughs> it's been a pleasure thank you for having me thanks for listening to this edition of the compassionate leadership interview You can order Compassionate Leadership, the book, at www.compassionate-leadership.co.uk. This show was recorded at Rebel Base Media, and the music was brought to you by 96 Back on CPU Records.